you turned yourself off. Wow. Whoa. That That's is impressive. Uh, oh, and another thing. War? Uh, good God, y'all. You know, what is it? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Thank you. That's how I feel. Say it again. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about her bit, Marcus? Would you think that I was going to step You were going to come in somewhere and just try to finish the song before <laughs> I made it the bit, and then right. I didn't want that. Right. Or you were going to be like, oh, God, here we go again, something. You should have coordinated with me so you could have gone war, and I would have gone, ugh, huh. And then you would have gone, y'all. <laughs> I could, but I told Brennan I wanted to surprise you with the bit. Oh, it was funny. It was so, good. I liked it. Relevant. Could be. What, Could well, be. Maybe we don't. <laughs> what? What? Do it's that. Just, just a blanket statement <laughs> that it could be relevant. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is and another thing. This is a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm still Vargas. Good deal. Man, it's so great to see you Loving guys on this. this. Sorry, I'm loving his shirt. Oh, yeah. His jersey. It's, it's the a, official it's a, practice jersey. It's a practice jersey. I like it. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's very cool. My dad got it for me for It looks like Christmas. it's spray paint. I like that look a lot. Yeah, but it's like latex. Right. Whoa. I'm allergic to latex. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah, sure. Can I, for no reason. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep up the lie for Molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, his hood's not made of latex. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's, hey, you know, Vargas, go ahead and you can go ahead and say it now. What? You haven't seen us all year. Oh, yeah. This is our <laughs> first fucker. podcast of the decade. You fucker. Uh, well, second it's not podcast. our second podcast of the decade. Second episode. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I thought he was going to do it. You I know, I thought... I, why would I do that? You had to bring... Because you do. <laughs> I already you did had it. to bring it up. I already did it at the end of the last decade and then at the beginning of this decade. Yeah, but you actually haven't seen us all year. I haven't. You're so right. I figured you were going to charge in. Well, why would I do that to you guys? I know maybe how much if you were it. if you were at 100%, maybe you'd charge in with it. No, but you're I a little under the weather. I wouldn't do that to you guys. Oh, mm-hmm. He's cooking something. Yeah, <laughs> something's happening. Something is <laughs> churning behind his eyes. Oh. What's what? <laughs> Brennan, what's uh, what's what's new with you? What's uh, going on? Let's see. A couple things. I finally saw The Lighthouse, which I think is Probably, I mean, other than I think one or two movies, I still need to kind of see, but it is definitely up there and one of the best movies I've seen in of two, the year in 2019. This fucker, oh, God. Uh, I, I caught it before it. The, the decade or the year changed. Um, yeah, it's was written directed by Robert Eggers, who wrote The Witch and directed The Witch from last year, which I loved. It is basically Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. They uh, take their turn in like the early 1900s, 1800s. Um, manning a lighthouse and it is a descent into madness that has like Lovecraftian mm. vibes and madness and everything like that. And it's phenomenal. It's, it's very, very good. Both it, it's basically just those two guys that only people in the movie and a mermaid. And, uh, that's really it. And some seagulls and it is captivating and crazy and awesome. Now so. you, you, we had a, we had a quick brief mention of this and as you so eloquently put it, Thanks. was there any hog cranking? There was, Quite a bit of hog cranking, and it was escalation of hog cranking. Oh, so there's oh. there's some Latex? early there's some early cranking of the hog. That that's more of just pounding the pud. You know what I mean? It's not quite. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little bit more pounding sil- the pud's like a three on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're and silently then, choking the weasel. Correct. Well, I, I would say that's a four. <laughs> you think choking? 
That's a little higher than pound in the pud, but not what, what as about, high as choke. What about choking the chicken? That's is it. Is that choking the chicken higher? It's got to be higher. Chicken's way louder. What, than that's weasel. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is, and it wakes everyone up. See, yeah. I would, I would flip the weasel and the chicken. I would think it would be pound and pud, choking chicken. What'd you say about the weasel? Strang- strangling the weasel. Strang- <laughs> yeah, you choked the weasel. <laughs> you can't choke two animals. Are you punching right. the dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> so really, it's just an, a verb and an animal, and an animal. <laughs> right? Correct. Right, and then later on in the movie, as the turn starts happening, he really goes to town, and it's it's pretty it's pretty nuts. So after the turn, see that's what they call turning the alligator. That's right, because um, <laughs> it's all scaly. <laughs> yeah, God. And uh, yeah, so and then also I have um, I've seen a couple of the Studio Ghibli movies, the Tokyo mm-hmm, Japanese mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. animation house that are world renowned for like, it's like being, the animation. House. Yeah, correct. I've seen a couple of them, like uh, Howl's Moving Castle and other things like that. But I, my goal for 2020 is to start at the very beginning of their 35-year history mm-hmm. and start. So I watched Castle in the Sky last night, and true to form, I mean, the first uh, long motion picture that they put out, and it's phenomenal. It's so touching and great and wonderful. What did you watch it on? Uh, Blu-ray. Okay. Okay. Um, because they, a couple of years ago, they put all of them out on Blu-ray, like the entire collection, oh, like wow. all 20 movies or whatever. And then, yeah, coming up in April or May, whenever HBO Max comes out, all like HBO Max has the streaming rights to the Studio Ghibli movies. So, okay. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna start. Wait, come when? When does that start? Like April or May or something okay. like that. Yeah. So another reason to keep my HBO subscription. Yeah, and yeah, if you have HBO now, you get the low price or something like that. Or or low, low. Oh, you have to add it on. You're like, or whatever it is. I don't know. It's some some way you're like grandfathered into it, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's my big goal for this year is I've watched Castle in the Sky and it was phenomenal. And then now I'm moving on to, uh, um, I think it's my neighbor to Toro is the next one. So is Airboy um, a Ghibli movie? Uh, let me check real fast. Airbender? <laughs> <laughs> it's Airboy, right? Uh, it'd be a really good name for somebody who didn't know what they were Let's talking about. See. Yeah, yeah, that Air, Airboy. Uh, he has powers. You know what I'm talking about, Brennan? I know what you're talking about. No, that's not a studio, okay. studio Ghibli. I'm sorry. Airbud. That's what we're thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the one where the dog plays basketball. <laughs> he plays more than basketball. It's true. Airbud two, golden receiver. Oh, you're talking about the Avatar movie. No, see, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, see. Air okay, bending. okay. So, be, to be serious, Air Air, are you board. talking about the comic book series? I was. Yeah, but they made an animated version. Oh, did they? Yeah, I don't see anything about an animated version. Well, look, you're talking about it. the Rocketeer. That was live action. <laughs> Oh, the, the Elton John song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Rocketeer. <laughs> I don't know why he's working for Studio Ghibli now. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's crazy. the one he did with David Bowie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's an Airboy movie in development. They, they made an animated version. You look into it later and let us know off air, and I'll just edit it in. Okay, we'll leave about we'll uh, 15 in. minutes of silence. <laughs> just so I know where. So if you're listening to this, just just let it play out. Somewhere in that 15 minutes, uh, we'll have the Air Boy. Oh, boy. oh you're thinking about Airborne. It's a rollerblading movie with no, Seth Green. Not even a little bit. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That's Idle Hands with Seth Green. <laughs> oh, my God. But to be serious, I don't see any Airboy okay. movies. Right, that's fine. We'll move past it. Look. Guys, look. Look where I'm pointing. A new addition to the studio. A small television. A small television. Thank you, podcast listeners, for coming with us on this journey. It, well, it's looking very at, descriptive. Of looking at well, I'll paint a better picture. Yeah. Off to the west wall, circle in beige and soundproofing is a small LG TV, which stands for television. 
only two wires come down from the television. Yeah. Why are you talking about this? I don't know. It's just that's what we new. wanted the audience oh, to see. That's what's new. That's, that's what's new with Brian. So you know, we'll be able to do some stuff once we get the the proper cord because Apple is very picky about what cords go into their machines. They are. So we'll after we get the proper cord, we can start looking at things that Brendan is talking about on his computer, and we don't have to turn the computer. Be wow. nice. Now I it's have to so really exciting. be careful about what I Google. <laughs> yeah. While we're podcasting. <laughs> oh, boy. Like other names for pounding pud. <laughs> or that time, you know, we were talking about She-Hulk, and I got to be careful about some uh, people. Yeah. Brian. If Gina Carano comes up on that television. She's in not leaving. green? Oh, oh, yeah, it's bad. Um, there, There's a lot of people in the comic book community that want her to be Big Barda in a Mr. Miracle yeah, movie. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. And Interesting. I've seen Josh... Josh, uh, who's the the kid? Yeah, Jake Johnson. Girl. Jake Johnson. Yeah, new girl. That's it. They want him to be Mr. Fantastic? or, nope, or Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. Ooh, big part. Now, what are these things? So, Mr. Miracle is part of the New Gods, which was um, Jack Kirby's, like, reimagining of the DC God pantheon. That's where Darkseid comes from, yada, yada, yada. But Mr. Miracle uh, has the superpower to escape from any, like, trap. So he's like an escape artist and Big Barda is his wife and she's large and in charge and we'll get your goat going, <laughs> Brian. Big Barda. Big Barda. Big Barda. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen a couple of couple of castings on there. Yeah. Oscar Isaac was one for Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be really fun. But I, I think Jake. Not J- Jake Johnson. Jake, Jake Johnson. Johnson would be a really, really good casting because Mr. Miracle is pretty. Now, are, are, did they funny. announce that movie or something? Is that nope. so? People just out of the blue. They're, they've been developing a New Gods movie for like oh a yeah long forever. Yeah. Time. Like so, new Mutants is finally like we're getting yeah, a new trailer exactly. that's coming out. Like it's yeah, kind of, Arya is still like fourteen or something. Yeah, they yeah. filmed that movie like, like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. So and I think the reason they're bringing Mr. Miracle up is because uh, Tom King and Mitch Garretis did that comic book back in 2018 2017 and it was like 2017 everybody raved about it, it was so good super super good nice. um so yeah it'd be really cool to see a mr miracle movie yeah with... people are i mean this one article says <laughs> people this person uh it could be the dceu's deadpool and guardians of the galaxy type of movie oh for sure yeah yeah huh so, so yeah, Jason like, Jake Johnson would be like perfect for that. It'd be really good. Huh, really good as Mr. Miracle. Nice. I'll be in charge of casting Big Barda. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> got some got some time on my hands. Yeah. yeah. We'll get we'll get you a casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> so you Argus, you were telling me before we started recording that you watched Watchmen. I I am the one who watches the Watchmen. Nice. And you, much like myself, loved it. Correct? Yeah, it was really, really yeah. good. And I because I spoiler free. Okay. I'm sitting right here. Got headphones in. There are people that watch The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, yeah, all of us do. I have only one episode <laughs> in. That's why it's. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you've actually seen the first episode? I have. Nice. We so, can talk about that one if you guys want. <laughs> we can. Yeah. So, but no, I love, I mean, it reminded me a lot of what we had talked about, like what makes like a good movie show, et cetera, and how like it's very character centered. Your characters go through a journey, like emotionally, like yes. physically, et cetera. And then also all the little things laid out throughout the whole season culminate in various ways. And it was just, it was like perfect. Like it's one of those shows that you could rewatch again and be like, oh, you're like, this is that. more stuff. Yeah. So it was awesome. And then uh, has everyone seen The Witcher? All of The Witcher or no? Uh, Not all of it. I'm like three episodes. Okay. Because we watched it in a day and 
You know what's weird about that is I've seen such. I think you're about to say that you really liked it, but am not, I? I don't know. Ooh. But on the on the internet, and if you guys haven't been on the internet, give it a, give it a shot. <laughs> give, get a give it a whirl. But uh, it's very mixed. Very mixed reviews. A lot of people are like, "Well, that was like boring and yeah. superfluous," and Cur- a lot of people are like, "This is currently awesome. it has the series has a sixty one percent of Rotten Tomatoes." So is that viewer or a critic? Uh, I think it's critic. I don't. I. I mean, I'll toss a coin yep. to my witch. It has a sixty-one percent <laughs> on Rotten Tomato critic, and then a ninety-three percent audience score. Yeah. So, so that's that. Uh, yeah. It's just. Yeah. But uh, I. I yes. Before I had watched it, I much like everyone else had talked about. I was like, oh yeah, the first couple episodes are like super like political and backstory-ish and blah blah blah. But it's like I know I played all the Witcher games. I read the first book, and I need to read more of them. But I was like in like. I, it, it dragged me in very quickly and then like it definitely like by episode three it was like oh yeah like I'm fully on board with this I, thing. Yeah. So I'm only like two or three episodes in but I thought there was enough like big world building Correct. story combined with kind of little short action. Right. Almost like video game side quests like Geralt is it, just it, going and it doing 100% stuff. It 100% feels like a, the video yeah. game. In, in yeah. that, you know, like you do like these like little one-offs, but then like you go back to your main quest, which has like, it's not just like, go do this thing. It's, hey, this thing will like then lead to this thing and then like go. And and I thought it was like a perfect encapsulation yeah. of like the video game. Yeah, well, that it means it's, we're going to get nine hours worth of show where it's just him wandering around on Roach, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, you get a few hours of that. <laughs> but no, I mean, I thought it was great because uh, it's... It, it, it provides enough for like Witcher fans to be like, oh yeah, like this whole council thing, like that's a whole thing or like this whole thing that happened a hundred years ago, like that's really cool. But then like it's enough for people who, like Molly, she really enjoyed it and she knows nothing about the Witcher, like that's what I'd read. stuff yeah. like that. You don't so, like, need to have experience in the Witcher franchise. Right, so that's what I thought was really interesting about reading some reviews and stuff when people were like, I was kind of lost or like the whole like world building stuff was like too much and I'm like, it was. It didn't feel. I can deal with it. It well, one like yeah, deal with it. Like just buckle up and actually pay attention to yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Put your phone down. But also, like I did not feel like it was that much. Like there are other shows out there that are far more like. Like if you don't, if you like look away for a second, you're like, wait, 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 wait. Like what has happened again? Or like, oh, I need to go Google this thing to find out like what's going on. And I didn't feel the show was like that at all. Like I thought it was a pretty good like. Um, uh, adaptation of the first book of the series blood, so if blood you, of elves if you watch it actually watch it yes you will understand it well yeah and like and then there's hints of like really interesting things that have happened like especially with all the mage stuff like, and i think that's for the fans of the series correct. like those little easter eggs that yes. don't change the story dramatically right. where normal people won't yeah. get it and it very much is kind of similar to like a game of thrones type show where like people who you haven't seen for a few episodes come back and you're like isn't that that guy or right, like right. I know there was an episode uh, I think it's like four or five where it opens with a with a guy doing a thing and Molly is like oh that was that mage guy and it's like no that's not the same guy <laughs> you know both have beards yeah and it was very it was very funny because there's a couple instances of that of like oh yeah but but again I mean yeah I thought it was fantastic I mean Henry Cavill's phenomenal uh, the, the gal that plays Yennefer Anya Cholotara I think her name is perfect she's like phenomenal too like her Yet, I, I would argue that this is a Witcher show, but Geralt is a very straightforward character because of who he is and how he became the Witcher. But this show is very much a show about Yennefer, too. And it's yeah. awesome. Henry Cavill is Mad Max. 
Yeah, Geralt is yeah. Mad Max, yeah, right? Absolutely. He doesn't change in the show. Right. He's just kind of an engine to propel the story. Right. And I think everything that Yennefer goes through to get to where she is at the end of the season is just, it's perfect. Like that show is so awesome. And I'm so pumped that we're for sure getting a season two. Yeah. 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 And you know, I, I didn't, uh, I saw that, that the, the Witcher is in more demand than the Mandalorian. Which yeah. But what does that mean? It like, means that there's more Netflix subscribers. And that's there's, there's exactly more Netflix what I thought. Yeah. I was like, what? That's yeah. all it Basically, is. Basically. Yeah. That's all it is. But like, yeah. And I know Netflix released like their whole most watch of 2019. And I thought it was weird because like Queer Eye wasn't on there. Like it was a very weird list of like most watch 2019 shows. Or well, like, were they? We'll have stuff. to look at it because I wonder if it shows that that are getting another season. Do we have things maybe. like that? You know, speaking of weird lists, do we have time to jump in? Absolutely, oh, we do. Yeah, so, so fucking Billboard Rock oh, top rock oh, that songs. One. Yeah, oh, that list. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got a couple. 100%. Yeah, we got a couple minutes. Let, let's can... talk. So real fast. So yeah, all of the. Oh wait, maybe I saw just the top ten. So the top ten of uh, Netflix twenty five. Netflix from uh, twenty nineteen. Top Strict, watched. Yes. Okay. Uh, just want to clarify wait Whoop. maybe not Whoop. oh wait Whoop. okay let me read this article okay yeah you do that see if we see if we had the cord we could no. all read the okay so, yeah, so here we go okay so number one is Stranger Things <laughs> Stranger Things Lucifer Oranges of the New Black 13 Reasons Why The Punisher Umbrella Academy Jessica Jones The Sabrina Show Slain a Cleater Diet that did not get renewed for another season even though it's in the top 10 of the most so watched Netflix good. shows and then Black Mirror. And then uh, Queer Eye is actually number 17 of most watched so in 2019. What's weird is that those shows getting canceled. And I know I know it's all money. I know yeah. I get that. Yeah. But it's weird that Netflix has their analytics all the time, ready to go, right? right. They don't have to wait for, for right. tuning in and things, right? So it's weird that they, they would cancel the top 10 show instead of renewing it. But well, again, I know it's money. And also, like, so like Lucifer was a pickup from Network. Right. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet was on like season four, season three, season three. Yeah. So like it had done what it needed to do. And, yeah, you know, and yes, like, there is creative integrity to consider as well. But, but I, I just think everyone, I mean, I mean, all the creators and actors for Santa Clarita Diet said that they were like they were shocked whenever they did not get picked up for really uh, the next season. Because I I thought for sure that that show would take Drew Barrymore stock as an actress back up. Oh, yeah. Timothy yeah. Oliphant, who is. is Amazing yeah. and like everyone's so. I good mean, everybody show. in that show is so good. Right. I figured they'd be like, "Oh, we're not gonna, we're gonna make sure right. we cut it where we want to, and, and, and because we know these people are gonna be making movies again." And it is not. I mean, the way that season three ends is totally fine. Yeah. Like, it's a very good. If that is the ending of the show, like, it's a very good ending. You know what I mean? So, do you guys know who owns Netflix? Mr. Netflix. Mr. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right, Mr. Net. What? Well, yeah, I was it's gonna his say. Flicks. I think I think his first name is Net. It's probably it's Mr. Flicks. Jeff Bezos. He owns everything. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I saw a breakdown of of billionaires and you typed Mister Netflix owned by. <laughs> oh, I, I did not bar. mean. <laughs> we're talking about it. So. Oh my god, <laughs> who uh, owns Mister Netflix? <laughs> it's still slavery, but Let's it's see. it was founded in 1997 by Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph. I meant, I meant, like, do, does it have a parent company? I guess. Oh, sorry. I think it is his own parent company. Netflix owns Netflix. Probably Viacom. Yeah, but I was just curious. It, uh, it really doesn't matter. Boy, I'm really excited about the Chiefs making the playoffs this year. Me too, but you know what else I'm excited about? Huh. Chiefs colored Hope clothing well, shirts. I, I don't think we should announce that just yet. How are people going to know if I don't announce it? Because I was going to buy 
All of them. You're going to buy all 20. The limited availability of 20, and you're going to buy all of them. Yeah, I could wear all 20. That's what my, that was my plan. You're going to wear all 20? You won't be able to fit through doorways. Listen, I get the fat jokes at home. I don't need the fat jokes on the podcast. Brennan, other people need to buy some. Hopefully. I don't think they do. All right. But surely they come out like a month or two, three, four, five. That's what we should tell people. They come out in a year or two, right? Well, they're available for pre-order right now. What? Pre-order your Chiefs Color Hope Clothing KC t-shirt at hopeclothingkc.com. But the billboard... Okay, billboard fucking top now, 50. We're going to talk about... It, it was rock songs, remember? Yeah. yeah. Billboard top rock songs. Now, the top 10 had six tracks... Three from Imagine Dragons and three from 21 Pilots. Now, real quick, we're not disparaging those bands if you like those bands, whatever. They're not our cup of tea, right? but they're they're obviously popular, okay? Now, the, they're not rock, see, are they? No. And the dude f- from one of those bands even tweeted, he was like, hey, just saw the Billboard Rock Charts. I would be pissed too, but I'm happy because it's my band. Right. Like, so this is Billboard's top rock songs of the decade. The top three are Imagine Dragons, number four is Panic at the Disco, five is Lumineers, then 21 Pilots, uh, Walk the Moon, who... Oh, Shut, shut up, up and Dance, that's right, dance. yeah. Portugal the Man, and then 21 Pilots, 21 Pilots. So, again, six of the top ten are two bands, 21 Pilots and Imagine Dragons. Now, I would argue that... I like Portugal the Man, but yeah. I would argue that of those ten, zero are rock and yeah. roll. <laughs> One is the fucking Lumineers. Yeah. yeah who I... How many... It's, it's how their many, song, Ho Hey. Yeah. How many mandolins like do you have in a rock band? Which is, you yeah. Their R.E.M. First, like their song that like they blew up on, which is a fine song, but it, I, I do not listen to that song and go, man, let's go drink some rock. beers and let's have some rock and roll. What's really frustrating is that further down on that list somewhere, Foo Fighters is on there. So they acknowledge yeah. that they know what rock At is. At like 37 or 42 or something. But like... like <laughs> to have... This is there is there is there a billboard chart for pop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would we, be interested we, to see. Let's look at the top 10 of that because that's very telling because I would assume it's going to be a lot of hip hop. I was going to say that's going to be very confusing for me. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause>, yeah. <laughs> well, in our 30s we no longer know what genres are. We it's just it's a biological clock it shuts off and no one knows what genres <laughs> are after 30. Well, somebody does. Oh. Uh, let's <laughs> yeah. Mr. Genre over here. But I'm pointing at you, Brennan. What's up, y'all? Again, we're not disparaging the, the bands on there. Right. We just, just don't think they're rock and roll. The classification is so interesting. And like, again, you're talking about rock and roll, so no one's no one at this table is going to argue that Led Zeppelin is not rock and roll, right? Correct. So you're going to put those bands in the same category as Led Zeppelin? And I don't remember if a Greta Van Fleet song was on there or not. It's not. Nowhere on it. I mean... Maybe they just couldn't figure out whoever edited it couldn't figure out the the uh, rock songs. Yeah, like maybe the classifications all fucked up and weird. Uh, is okay. there not one for pop? Well, there is, but I can't tell if this is like a Billboard type thing or if it's just like this is what we like. You know what I mean? Jeff's top ten <laughs> pop songs. <laughs> of. Right. Um, okay, are we talking about anything else today? Hold on, I want to. I'm. We we have a, a quick thing at the end. Oh, we're just doing it at the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Diving into stuff. I mean, we've already gone pretty long. If 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 we still have listeners with us, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> and we're for sorry being here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go check out the the top the Billboard top rock songs of the decade. Uh, I think it was like fifty. Super weird, man. Well, they always do. I would 200. say there's like three. They do okay, well, so here here's the Billboard top ten of the decade. Just is it oh, pop? 
pop. Okay. But were they could this is pop or oh this is hot, just hot, well, hot, hot 100. 100. Okay. So we'll do yeah, that. whatever. So yeah, kind of. Uptown Funk is number one, the Bruno Mars song. Okay. Okay. Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO is number two. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Shape that. of You by Ed Sheeran. Ugh. Uh, closer by the Chain by Nine Inch Nails. Nice. <laughs> uh, Girls Like You by Maroon Five. Uh, we found Love by Rihanna. Old Town Road is number seven. Little Nas X. That came out. That came out 2019. Uh, April it, 2019. And it's still one of that's pretty good. Somebody yeah. that used to know by Godier. Uh, Desposito. Uh, Rolling a Deep is number ten by Adele. That's my girl. So uh, that, that came. That's 2011. That's now, crazy. Of those songs, would you guys consider those pops? Like, like yeah. Without drilling too deep into them, right? Yes. Those are all probably 100%. pop songs. Yeah. I mean, except for Old Town Road, you could hip hop. Old Town Road, sure. Road and like Desposito, kinda, but like, yeah. And then Godier, like, you can't cla- classify Godier. Like, it's the anti pop song. Like, yeah. That, yeah. That's somebody that I used to know always cracked me up because it's a hit song that doesn't have a chorus. Like, it, like he goes through the chorus like once or twice. But it's not like a traditional, like it's very structured pop. It's like song. a book. Yeah, just goes it's very funny from front. So to that's back. what, like, whenever that song blew up, I was like, I mean, I dig the song. I like Godier, yeah. but like the fact that that song was like it's number eight in the top songs of the decade, like that's insane to me. Well, riddle me this, Batman. Uh, Despacito is number nine, and how many times have everybody in this room heard? Uh, you can't understand what he's singing. How do you like that? <laughs> what you tell us? Guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, the closest rock song there would be number two, would be the shuffle <laughs> song be because their album was called party rock, right? Billboard <laughs> oh metal of the decade. Oh, you're going to get some slipknot. I can't wait. Bro. Slipknot, Mastodon, Metallica. What else? Serious, uh, uh, serious release their t- <laughs> serious release their top, their top oh, 10 metal Queen songs. Greatest hits is the top hard rock billboard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. The greatest hit, so that was it was just released in this decade. It wasn't yeah. even recorded, and I hate that Dude. shit, man. Like, well, it's, it's just like at the Grammys when Tenacious D wins Best Hard Rock Song, right. and, they, and it's like a fucking cover of Dio or whatever. Like, oh, I thought they won for the metal. No, they, their most recent win, I'm pretty sure, was for yeah, it was because it was from that Dio cover album. Oh yeah. Well, you know what are you gonna <laughs> fucking do? Like, oh here we go. Yeah, so the Grammys don't matter. Here is the year end charts for hard rock just for 2019 the bohemian rhapsody soundtrack hold queen on. hold the fucking <laughs> phone the first three albums on that are queen greatest hits queen greatest hits one two and three the platinum collection by queen is number three what the fear inoculum tool acdc pack hold in black on. wait fear wait inoculum yeah yeah but wait what's number six brennan black album by metallica <laughs> Hell yeah. Now that one I could give behind. Uh, number seven, you, then you turn into Five Figure Death Punch, A Decade of Destruction. Guns N' Roses' Greatest Hits is so number eight. They're going off Wait. album sales, right? Bon Jovi Greatest Hits, number nine. And then Linkin Park Hybrid, hybrid Theory. They're going, off, they're going off sales. They have to be. Yes. But I mean, it's bill, I mean, billboard stuff. So I think they take sales and like other stuff. streams or whatever. Well, because that's the thing. What is it like every 1,000 or 600 plays or something is yeah, one something album sale? Yeah, like that. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so everyone out there, just ignore <laughs> Billboard. Make your own list or look at our lists. We've got way better. We're better than okay, that. Okay, so this, this one makes a little more sense. Uh, this is top mainstream rock songs of 2019. Number one is Under the Graveyard by Ozzy Osbourne. He's not dead? No, he's... <laughs> is that, that's not the one he did with Primus, is it? Uh, No. 
And like disturbed Greater Van Fleet and Shine Downer on that on that. Chart. I mean, okay. at least those okay. are rocks, yes. right? Yes. Like, <laughs> right. Jesus Christ, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Instead of that, go everybody go listen to Blood Incantation. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, any anything but what Billboard calls rock. No, specifically Blood Incantation. Okay, fine. Go listen to that. Incantation. Okay, let's. Okay, so now for a grand finale. So we have <laughs> we have some entries to our our holiday giveaway that we did. <laughs> That didn't make the cut. So you're in the consolation bracket, Dave. I need to open a beer for this. So we're gonna do a lightning round because most of these are pretty quick questions that can be kind of answered in in one way. Ah. Now, how do we? After drinking that nitro stout <laughs> and then sour. drinking that sour, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's why I went the other direction. My cheeks. <laughs> uh, now, do we want to all answer real quick and then go on to the next one? Yeah. Or is, bam, okay. bam, bam. Yeah, I we'll see. start with Brennan. Read the question. Right. Answer, answer. Brian. Then me. So our, our our intro order, I like it. Keep it simple, yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, kiss me. <laughs> okay, so let's start here. Oh gosh. Okay, so best fight scene from from a movie. Yeah, sure. Of, is, are we doing the decade in real or life? just ever? E- ever. I'm gonna say the the elevator fight scene from Winter Soldier. Ooh. I'm gonna say the hallway daredevil scene. Oh, and the, for the one, from yeah. the show, the Netflix show. Right. Nah, man, the big fight scene from They Live. <laughs> Put on the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. The the nine. Ra- yeah. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Fucking gets it. That, that's, gets that, it. that's a really good one. Um, E.T. versus Close Encounters. Brendan, Brendan what do you? Uh, I don't know. This is a really tough pick for me. Um, no, legit. Both these movies are great, but E.T. 100% takes, takes that one. Close Encounters. I would probably say Close Encounters, but what I really want to see is mm. Steven Spielberg's Night Skies. The, oh, The yeah. movie that inspired both of those. Correct. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, Parks and Rec versus Office. I, I, I say I think the sum whole of Parks and Rec is better than the sum whole of Office. I think one, seasons one through four or five of The Office are some of the best television ever. But I think Parks and Rec as a whole is better than The Office as a whole. I think the best Office is better than the best Parks and Rec. So right. I want to go with The Office. I'm going Parks and Rec. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, that's really interesting. Hmm. Brandon, so I, I agree. I agree with both of you that yeah, the, the Parks and Rec feel, stayed yeah. good longer. I see what you're saying. But okay. I, yeah, it's kind of like the Simpsons argument. Like yes. the best Simpsons is right, the best right. TV, but is the Simpsons the best TV okay. show? Office UK versus Office US. I mean, I I still I mean Office US because it went longer and there's better stuff. I mean Office UK was only like two or three seasons, I think, and then yeah. like a like a couple like mini like. He did thing. the Life of David Brent not Correct, too long ago. That stuff, which I've heard is really really good, but I have yeah. never seen it. Uh. To me, this is kind of apples and oranges because they're two very different series, even though they're based off each other. It's like basically the first episode of each is the same, and then they go yeah, very then, wild, wildly yes, different. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the... I'm going to be a hipster. Just say the UK version just for argument's <laughs> sake. Okay. Uh, US, duh. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You're right. I Whoever's just wanted to be ca- I, I'm a capitalist, <laughs> and the office US got more, so That's clearly true. it's better. Yeah, and it's fascinating right. look at like, how their characters, specifically Mike, the Michael Scott character, David Brent, Michael Scott... And how David Brent is like a, a predator. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then in in Michael Scott, he's basically just like a lovable, lovable idiot. Yeah. yeah. Who like just wants to do right by everyone, but doesn't know how. And it's awesome. Best international TV show. Okay. I'll go first since you're not. Uh, it's yeah. the IT crowd. <laughs> Period. Yeah. That is really good. Uh, what's the, the old... Um, the Edgar Wright in Simon Pegg. Right. Spaced. Oh, spaced. spaced. I, I kept thinking Office Space. I was like, that's not right. That's not right. Spaced, yeah. I, I would say space. I'm going to go with Planet Earth. 
Interesting. <laughs> what? Hip, you're Freaking a hippie. Nerd. <laughs> I, I'm also going to throw out uh, props to Red Dwarf for that one, too. Yeah. You smeg heads. <laughs> That's a slur. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the name of his band. <laughs> best Jim Carrey movie. Mm. I'm going to say the first Ace Ventura. Ah, that's what I was leaning I towards. I love that first movie. Too. I think it's perfect. Cable Guy is really funny. Too. Oh, Cable Guy is great. super underrated. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I think I'm going to go with just just because it came to mind. Liar, liar. That's a good one. I really like that one. one. Yeah. I came up with a joke for this, and now it's the only movie I can think of. Uh, the number 23. I was going to say that as a joke, myself. too. And <laughs> Yikes. I would say it's a very close second, The Truman Show. Too, but because mm. I, I think the Truman Show is a, almost a perfect movie. Yeah, but. or uh, the Grinch, the, Ma- the Majestic. Oh, yeah, that's movie. that's what I was going <laughs> to say. The Grinch, too. yeah, <laughs> the Majestic, yeah. They're, they're, the Grinch is fun. I mean, his char- his, his character, his the Grinch, is, fun, is really yeah. fun. NFL Blitz versus Madden. Which game should I break first? <laughs> like, what I'm going to say NFL Blitz is more fun than Madden. I've had more fun playing Madden. NFL Blitz. I know that's crazy. That I know that's insane. Insanity. <laughs> I know. If I could go back and find all the conversations we've had about Madden in our life. Because because Blitz is, is to me, has always been just that's, run yeah. backwards, throw as far as you can. Yeah. Correct. It's that's fun. why I lose a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get penalties for late hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Blitz, if I can play as the Denver Broncos. The real answer is yeah. Mutant League football. But Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Super Mario, like that series, versus Mario Kart. Mm. Oh. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, oh, this is a good one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mario, Super Mario, ooh. all the Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, like, same, yeah. same. Because no, Mario, Mario Kart, no, it's it's good, but it's not it's as same game over and over. <laughs> yeah, but it has. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke because that's also Super yeah. Mario. It's got, and then there's new Super Mario Bros on like. It's got way more replayability, and, like <laughs> and it's a party game. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's a party game. That's yeah, true. It's a party game. Uh, best game show. I'm, I don't. I don't want to say mine because you guys are going to be like, "Oh, Brian's no, a big it. fucking no, nerd." Do it, hippie. No, Come on, it. hipster, hipster hippie. Eight out of ten cats does countdown. I love that game show. It's <laughs> oh. a lot of fun because they get comedians to be. To it be is. The like, I remember that one day we just sat at my apartment and watched like YouTube yeah, videos of that show for like hilarious. eight hours. Yeah, yeah. It, that is very funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with. I mean, best all time game show is uh, the Wheel of Fortune. Ah, it's it's just a great like. Pat straightforward Sager. like yeah. game show wheel is probably my favorite too yeah that is a good one and then price is right of course like that's a great fun one too but i'm not a big fan of like deal or no deal and stuff like that because it's not a game yeah. no it's, yeah. just, it's just pick that one yeah fuck it, pick that i one. mean basically fuck, it's, it's between wheel and jeopardy right like, correct and Al- did you see alex trebek's news he's probably not gonna be able to host it for much longer because his health yeah everyone loves trebek i know but he's been dealing with cancer for a year or two yeah, now. forever and Let's pour he, one he out came, for Trebek. I know. Into my <laughs> mouth? Yeah, in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> um, uh, and then last one, best place to see a live concert in Kansas City. I mean, I'll lean on you guys for this one. I've only been to like three places. Yeah, I mean, Truman is a really good I was going to say place. Truman. Yeah. I think that's probably the best. Right. Uh, Riot Room is nice because if it's True. small enough, you can sit in the bar area and still watch the TVs mm-hmm. and yeah. not have to be smushed. I was going to say, like, we went and saw uh, a concert not too long ago at the Riot Room and... For the very specific genre and yeah. bands that we were seeing, it was fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we got to see these bands that have played for you know 
tens of thousands of people. Right. And, you know, I sneezed on them. Like, <laughs> I just don't, the right room, I don't like the way that they stagger. So instead of staggering from front oh, to I back, like, yeah. your, like your front is lower than the back. So the people in back can see, they do it the other way. So your the back of the stage is the lowest. Or the back of the venue is the lowest. And then you step up. That doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. They do have an elevated stage, at least. So yeah, that. The Starlight was cool, though, too. I mean, for what it was. Yeah, Starlight's, Starlight's cool. Yeah, I'd say, I, yeah, my, my money's on Truman. I'll go with Riot Room. Yeah, I would stick with Truman. Yeah. Uh, and then also Uptown is very fun too. But but yeah, I mean, I've fun. been there in a while. I mean, I saw Deant- last last year. I went. I saw Deantward like three, four years ago, and it was amazing. Hell yeah! Plus, it's a, it's just a great venue, just because it's amazing and old and everything like that. But right. it's fun. Yeah. So, well, there you go. There you have it. You're welcome, Dave. Yeah. Now shut up on our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We're not going to do Japanese versus American baseball. That's a dumb question, Dave. <laughs> because like, that that is apples and oranges too. Yeah, it's two totally different things. Yeah, yeah it's showmanship versus a sport. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ja- Japanese are actually really good. They, and they, they take are phenomenal, it super seriously. Yeah, they, they take do. it very seriously, actually. Yeah. But okay. uh, that's it, right? That's, that's it. Think hey, about second course. show of the decade. We're doing pretty well. Huh? Oh, damn. Don't. Look at us go. Don't. I'm not going to do anything. I don't know what <laughs> you wanted to do. Have you seen those people that are like, mm, well, actually, there's no year zero. No. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Technically, yeah. the decade starts next year. <laughs> well, yeah, did you see that? People were going nuts about like, actually, 2010 isn't the start of the decade. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it is. Because there was no year zero. That's yeah. what they're saying. That's their whole fucking argument. It was so weird. Yeah, people were Idiots. hilarious. You savages. Idiots. Where Idiots. Can, where can you find us? In year zero, where we belong. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Debates on Tap. You can email us at Debates on Fans at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. And you can find us Spotify. You can find us iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find us there, most likely, unless it's some weird Russian website that you frequent. I don't know. I man. mean, if they got RSS feeds, you can find us there. Truth. We'll end on this last little bit. Did you know we are technically closer now now that we're 2020 to 2050 than we are to 1990 man that's weird as fuck finally give me that robot body (laughs) oh i'm tired of this meat sack time is fucking crazy time is crazy almost like it's a circle (laughs) no it's a we're not this is a whole an elephant standing on a turtle's back (laughs) holding up the world that's it right yeah that totally that totally ends it thank you so much for listening please tell a friend bye